0: and we've got a full screen again man good to good to have everybody together good morning Good morning.
1: It's a Thursday. It's a Noodleberg daily huddle ready to uh, get after. Honestly, I don't know what day it is. It okay. is June, I, June. I was going to say, Thursday.
2: it feels like I'm back on my Wednesday spot again. But I right. said Thursday
1: so. and I was like, is that right? right. Is it Thursday? It's short weeks through good about Thursday. It's June
0: 1st. It is June, June 1st, the start of a new month. baby. It is June, man. It's crazy, crazy how fast this year is going. I legitimately remember like, putting together the huddle for the start of the new year, you know? Yeah. Crazy. crazy. Look who's here. Callie Calvin's here, man. Boom, boom. Shout out yeah. to Callie. Yeah. Great
2: weekend at her house. Her mother celebrated her birthday, so it's always a party. Hammy, big uh, birthday
1: celebration with an it, epic yeah. sushi boat. Yeah, it definitely reminded me of, like, definitely boat. the parties you
2: guys were having in, like, the 60s
1: or, you know. <laughs> it was awesome. Good morning to Melissa Graves and Michelle Podorf. Great Leadership workshop yesterday with Cestel, where we talked about positivity. So that was really awesome. And uh, what a packed day it was yesterday. A fantastic GOTB accountability call. Great marketing meeting with us and the team. We got to shoot some videos for some stuff that's going to be coming out. And uh, just an action-packed day all day yesterday.
0: I don't think anybody had more of a packed day than Jake. I mean, he started yeah. – uh, he was, was on
2: the uh, road at 4.30 in the morning. So. You you can do anything you put your mind to or uh, that your body can go through. Started the morning with Ed Dykes at uh, 5 a.m. Then Gabby was in the gym with me. Um, then watched the huddle. Then it was 6.45 to 7.45. Showered was out the door by 8.20 to get to the LeVan Center for the Daily Drip event, which they put together an absolute unreal panel of uh, women talking about, you know, being trend centers in their uh, industries, sharing stories, sharing best practices. Super cool. I was one of like five men in the room. So definitely need to increase that number. Um, so if you are a man,
1: start going to women's events. They yeah, the- so like I want to put that out to the huddle community, everybody who's rolling in right now, like they're celebrating their two year anniversary today. They are a strong network of people, predominantly women driven, but there's huge opportunities in there for men to connect with industry leaders, business leaders, and help themselves grow their network with some really good people. So if you guys don't know about the daily drip, you should absolutely should reach out to Nicole or to Romy.
3: I I I will say one one
2: takeaway. If you're in a corporate company and you have like a boys group, that's gonna end. It's going to end, start being inclusive of women, invite them to lunch. It was really cool. I forget her name, so I apologize. But at uh, Eisner's, Amper Eisner, I think oh, is the name. Oh, she's great. She's oh, great. Yeah. She looked at me and she goes, I know your dad. And she goes, but I'm sure you get that a lot. And I go,
3: yeah, obviously.
2: And then I got one that was like, I know your brother. And I was like, yeah, well, if you don't know either of them, then you know me, I guess. Um, but she was talking about the resources that her company, they formed a committee to educate women about sports, about fantasy football. That way when there's like locker room talk going on, they can participate. Um, And it was really cool because it was a unique perspective from women talking about how it's a two way street that the men have to meet the women and the women have to meet the men. It's not one or the other. You have to take an interest just like when it comes to building relationships, taking an interest and the other person, what they're talking about, what they enjoy in order to form those bonds
0: and then do business together. Obviously.
1: That sounds like a healthy, for healthy me, conversation.
0: The the takeaway is that you and I couldn't be there and he could. So, yeah. you know, we are spreading the, the depth of the brand. <laughs> the you noodle bird reach is going farther and farther. Well, you know, I mean, Woody Allen said, you know, 90% of success is showing up. I believe that. And so we want to support them. You and I couldn't. Jake was there. And he's forging his own road at the same time. It's no longer going to be your dad and your brother. It's going to be, oh, great, Jake is here. And I love seeing that. That's pretty cool. There's something else happening tonight that's pretty cool. Shea, give me the music. Please. Heat is on, baby. Apparently, baby. So uh, tomorrow morning is going to be miserable for everybody (laughs) (laughs) from now on. It's like I sent a a message
1: to Jake this morning because I watched like the Miami Heat, like you know, like hype video for the game tonight, which had me very excited. And then it was a reminder to myself that we've basically only spoken negatively about the Heat for the past two months. So, and as long as we continue to speak negatively about them, they win don't ever change the reverse jinx if you don't
2: know about the reverse jinx if you're too positive he will strike down on you and so you, <laughs> be, you better start just doing that. so i'm not Spin changing it, course I mean, I, I mean to be honest i don't think anybody can predict what kind of team we will see this series uh, um no idea. the the first three games they looked unreal then the last three they looked awful and then became the best team in the world again. Um, so it's exciting. At least it goes off at eight thirty tonight instead of nine, so we get thirty minutes back. And then, what do the Panthers start on Saturday? If Saturday. Saturday. In yeah. Vegas, which I believe the Dykes family will be in attendance in Vegas for game one. So oh, wow. that's Yeah, they're out there for the uh, jewelry convention or show or one of them. So it's a uh, good timing.
0: Very yeah, cool. and I agree with you. I don't think anybody would be surprised if the Heat get blown off the floor. Or if they blow Denver off the floor, <laughs> I just...
1: You just
2: have well, no I, I idea, would, so I would be, buckle up I, and enjoy the ride. That'd be <laughs> interesting because the spread is nine if that's nine. one of the highest first game one spreads of all time. You know, there's not a lot it of was, one versus eight seeds. The best team in the NBA versus the last team to get into the playoffs.
0: So a lot of storylines. It should be very interesting to see the way Spo gets them going. But just like that, we got to get going. Shay, give us Wake Up. It's the first of June. We got tons of great content Spoiler alert, we're going to talk succession because there's some great stuff happening there. So... So here's some quick facts about June. The birthstone is either moonstone or pearl. Uh, the flower is uh, rose or honeysuckle. Uh, it's split sign between Gemini and Cancer. I, yours truly is a Cancer. Uh, June has the summer solstice, which is the day with the longest daylight of the year. And uh, June is often considered a summer month where September is not. So there there you have some facts
3: about Unless you
1: live in Florida, which (laughs) May is considered summer, and so is November. So
3: So I don't know. It's very hot here already. And now we're getting the
1: afternoon thunderstorm every day. So we're full-blown summertime. Like, it's hot here. So look at uh, Lainey, uh,
0: who, yay, Lane, we'll Cancer you, uh, Survivor
1: Month, Which we'll be celebrating Friday night with the American Cancer Society. That would be tomorrow night, <laughs>
0: believe it or wow.
1: not. Like, wow. Wow. But sure. you're right, because today's Thursday. It's crazy.
0: Wow. So just, then there's a Gemini, great, 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 Jamie uh, Gemini. If you feel like it, throw it in there. Uh, let us know who you are, what you are. Another thing about June. Um, so I believe in daily affirmations. We read them, we write them in our five minute journal. Uh, Always the first of the month, it's encouraging. And June's was no different. June is gonna be a magical month for me. I trust that I'm gonna make incredible progress towards my goals this month. Obstacles will fall away and my path will become more and more clear with each passing day. June is going to be a pivotal month for me and I'm ready and excited for it. If you do not believe in laws of attraction, right, you're missing the whole conversation, I believe. Boys.
1: Yeah, it was a great conversation that we had yesterday with Sistelle talking about positivity and the impacts of positivity on yourself and in the leadership role and what happens. But like I, I made it a I made it clear to them that I was like, we can't ignore reality, which is that. 80 to 95% of our thoughts, which are somewhere between 12,000 and 66,000 a day are negative. And so the only like, that's, that's just human nature. That's just what the statistics are. That's just what reality is. So in order to overcome that, you got to do something like that. You got to read that affirmation. You got to build that talk track inside of your head to go, all right, Regardless of what the 85 to 90% of my thoughts want to tell me, I'm going to focus on what I'm saying and build that talk track in order to be able to create the progress that you
0: want. So, you know, so I need to take that concept and put yourself in the locker room before game seven. Were they going? Oh, the statistics are against us, and we suck, and you know, game seven's on the road. Nobody wins, and we're the eighth seat. No, were they
1: ever? By the way, a stat that came out about that game that I didn't know is that the referee crew, the Heat were like 0 and 8 with that that combination of of referees, and the Celtics were like 11 and 3.
2: Which that is, it's just funny
1: reference. to me that like, if I was the commissioner of the
2: NBA, like I would have a talk with like, Hey guys, <laughs> this team hasn't won in 13 times. You've read, whether right. that's your fault or not, it's getting obvious. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. so, awesome.
1: That's awesome.
0: so let's get to motivational music and then we'll come back and talk about the ending of succession, which if you didn't watch it, Maybe leave. Um, if you watched it, chime Spoiler in. alerts are coming. It's really, it was real. I thought really fantastic. Jay, give me music. Classic. So, first of all, great song. Um, and so, boys, any tears because Succession is no more?
1: Yes. Very sad that the series is over. And actually, last night, um, um, Ted Lasso also ended. So some some shows that I've been invested in are now done and done forever. But it's kind of cool to know that they um, ended yeah, in a I'm,
2: I'm not sad at all. I've watched way too many shows you know, be money grabs by the end and go absolutely horrible. And I have to sit through it because I'm a maniac. And if I don't right. finish, it'll ruin my life. Um, and so the fact that it ended right, whether you were happy or not about the ending, and I don't know if we're spoiling it completely, but I'll yes. try to talk about it. Like-
0: let's do this. Compared to Billions, Billions went way too long. Way too long. It went way way back. Well, I
2: think you know it's interesting. Like Billions lost its main character and lost the show, right. whereas Succession lost the main character and somehow got better, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a really interesting dynamic. If you've seen both of them, about the power of the relationships that they formed through the seasons with the different characters. Um, and it I think it gave a real depiction. And of the show. and it gave a real depiction of working with family and understanding the dynamics, especially the three kids you know at the end of I'm the eldest boy yeah. and Roman saying <laughs> Roman saying but it could have been me right It could have been but it's it's not you it's not and it's Shiv going you both tried to fuck me excuse my right. friends <laughs> you're out like yeah. and it's so it was. There was trust till there was no trust, which is I think, the animosity
1: and the, the selfishness and the, you know, inability to overcome your own trauma or your own, you know, desires in order to put the family. But I had this. So for those of you that have never seen the show, it's a show worth watching. Um, there's going to be some spoilers alert, so you might want to check out here. But it's a story about a family business. That is a mega, mega uh, conglomerate of media around the world. They're well known media publication. And it's the story of the father who built it and the kids who want to take it over, all struggling to be that person. And, you know, there's a lot of family dynamics that are unhealthy. There's bad parenting, there's no love, there's all of that. And I w- one of my takeaways that you could look at it a certain way is Shiv ended the thing that ruined their family. The reason none of them could be together was because of the business. Mm-hmm. And if she had allowed Kendall to c- become CEO, it just continues to the next generation and the next generation. And even though that wasn't her main driver,
0: because she was- I was going to say, I have a whole different take on why she, did it. she was as selfish as they come, man. She's but like, the reality, where, is my, where am I taking care of? Even yeah. if I hate the guy that I'm married to, I'm gonna, you know that that cold that handshake at the end, that yeah. hand cold. Oh, is that cold? So just by the numbers, there were 2.9 million people that watched it the first night. Yeah. That we're in the crowd that didn't watch it the first night. On average, there was about nine million people that watched each episode. That's a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, people. Um, the record, which I never watched, was Game of Thrones, 19.8 yeah. million people. Yeah, that
1: last episode, everybody was tuned in and locked in
0: for that one. <laughs> so, you know, what's your, you know, like for me, the the telltale comment um was when um Logan said to everybody you're just not serious people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So,
1: and my takeaway is up to be spoiled. My takeaway is your kids are who you foster them to be right. Like, I mean, they could have been something else. There's plenty of kids who grow up with privilege that have perspective and that, you know, understand hard work and understand how to earn and build on their own. Logan was never willing to take responsibility for who his kids were. He pointed the finger at them and said, it's your fault. You are who you are. It's not reality. right. He had a huge impact. Both him and the mother had a huge impact on who those characters became. And ultimately, throughout the end of the season, you heard it was always this longing for acceptance from their father. He told me when I was seven that I was going to be the CEO. Right. That's a terrible thing to say to a seven-year-old, you know. Like, allow the seven-year-old to become. Maybe they never want to be in the business. Maybe they want to be something totally different. So, to me, the big takeaway from that was, you know, how you raise your kids, and and what can happen when you don't allow them to grow and be loved. Wow. Uh, and yeah. an interesting takeaway I I, I would say is hang around the right
2: people, like Tom. Yeah. Continuously hung around the right people, and for whatever reason, he is CEO. At the end of the day, like he's in
0: firing people. Frank and Carl dead. (laughs) Question for you: favorite character, Jake? Oh,
2: Roman. Roman for different reasons. You are Roman. (laughs) It's. It's you could take Kendall if you, yeah. if you want, it. You want to own that one. <laughs> That's it, you know, it was looking good there for a minute.
1: And then it really woo. <laughs> I, I,
2: want to be, I want to be Lucas Matson.
3: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It's, Luke, it's
2: uh yeah. I mean, like Greg. I don't know, like Gregor Roman. You know, in terms of their characters consistently the way they speak the things that they did those are the thing i
1: will say about the show is kudos to the writing and the directing because you loved and hated every character at every point in this throughout the longevity of the four seasons i loved
0: shiv then i didn't love shiv and then i was I was all over the map. You were
1: rooting for them and then you couldn't stand them. And then you were rooting for them and you couldn't stand them. And they did an unbelievable job of developing the characters and bringing them full circle. And Jonathan Aaron says, you know, it was a major dud. The end. For me, I think that was. I the think only he's talking about Game end. of
0: Thrones. I oh, think, got it. I think he's talking about Game of Thrones. Got but, it. So for me, like, I loved Greg. Greg was the comedic relief. Of the whole show yeah. because he was such a goofball, but he too hung around. Um we we were at a meeting, I forget where we were, we played the scene where he fires everybody. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> On Zoom. <laughs> like, and goodbye. That's over. Confusion in here, and I'm unable to speak to that. So <laughs> And have a nice
1: life. <laughs> so it was a very good show. Uh, unbelievable takeaways, unbelievable commentary, great lessons to be taken away from it. It was great stuff.
0: So if you do some homework and you happen to dig into the cast and the characters and the writers, um, they spent almost five years together. They traveled the the world filming it. And the bond and the the quality of actors and stuff like that, I thought was Fantastic. really incredible um and here's something that you may not know um Shiv is actually pregnant in right. real life yes so they wrote her in yeah to which i would have never guessed that in a million years that she would be pregnant you know it just didn't look like that could even be part of the storyline and it was like at the end she's very pregnant well so
1: while we were in the Bahamas, HBO Signature or whatever was doing a marathon of all of the all of the secessions up to the finale. So while Jules was napping, we were catching episodes from earlier seasons, and it's very apparent when you watch it that way that you're like, oh, yeah, wow, Shiv's,
0: Shiv's ready to go. You know? yeah. <laughs> Holy cow, man. Yeah, it was like right at the end there. So, um, you know, I think, you know, the takeaway for us is that a uh, theater, art, all mirrors life. You can't take lessons away. Um, you shared your number one lesson. Can you reiterate it real fast?
1: Yeah, your kids are who who you who you foster them to be, not who you allow them to be, not who you make them to be, but the way you guide them, the way you love them, is who they become, and you got to
0: take responsibility for that. Love that, Jake. F- uh, final takeaway, the number one. Doesn't
2: it, doesn't it matter where you come from. Your actions are is what defines you.
0: Oh, powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. Last thing before we break for the day. What's um, yours? What do you mean? We can't ask us to give our two takeaways. My, and not my the lesson yours. is, is that you can lead people to the water, but they got to drink it. Yeah. You know, so he set out a roadmap. Um, and I just, I think it's individual responsibility. I set out the roadmap. You guys lived around an entrepreneur, good or bad. Doesn't matter. You guys adapted to it, took your personalities and did it. You know, in the beginning, you know, Kendall was so weak and so, you know, susceptible to the world. That was not an example. You that can't experience. be CEO. You killed somebody. <laughs> I didn't kill somebody. He was fake. He was fake.
1: When he backtracked on it, I was like, what is he doing? I was in a bad
2: place. <laughs>
0: well, if you think about it, throughout the whole series, when Tom and Shib went after each other, that was some of the most chilling dialogue yeah. I've ever heard in my life. It was so gross, so bad. But anyway, great oh, entertainment. True, What's that?
1: What did you say, Jake?
2: I was saying everything they said was true. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, just a reminder, tomorrow is a, another huddler in the hot seat. We are going to have Darren McKee here, who is the VP of sales at Sky and co-founder of Sass Bros. So we're going to have great conversations about working with family, working in sales, and uh, how to leverage LinkedIn. He's done a great job. He's got a ridiculous streak of daily posts. So uh, it's going to be a great, great huddler in the hot seat. Looking forward to that tomorrow. And
0: uh, he and I connected through Scott McGregor. That's correct. You just you never, ever know. So it should be a fun one tomorrow. Thanks for sharing your time, Jake. Um, Let's get after it. Go Heat. Please don't worry
3: about me I'm about to let my heart speak my Friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down